It's Saturday the 12th of August and welcome to another episode of Demolition News Radio. JCB is a strangely divisive brand. Whenever we write about the company producing a new machine, the feedback is always split between those that greet the new product with excitement and those that are simply negative by default and who criticise the machine often before they've even seen it. So I knew what I was letting myself in for when I set about writing a book that highlights some of the company's recent accomplishments. Thankfully, the reaction to the new book has been roughly the same as the reaction to each new JCB machine. For every critical voice, there's been 20 or more that have greeted the new book with genuine interest and enthusiasm. But the book has raised several questions, and over the course of the next few minutes, I will aim to address each of them. So let's get on with the show. The main reason for writing the book was one of personal interest, to be honest. I've admired JCB for 30 odd years. I enjoy going there, enjoy seeing what they're up to. Um, but I was struck recently, particularly with the launch of the, the JCB Hydrodig and more recently the Hyvis Dumper, by what seems to be a change in direction. JCB is a company that built its reputation on innovation. Obviously, Joe Bamford himself invented the backhoe loader, and while some might dispute whether JCB invented the telescopic handler, they were certainly there at its very creation. But more recently, as I say, with, with things like the Hydrodig, the Teleskid and the Hyvis Dumper, they seem to have perfected the art of taking what is seemingly an, uh, an established product and putting their own spin on it and making that, that machine a, a well-proven machine. Cool, sexy, aspirational, one of those things. It's been a real knack, and over the last couple of years, it's something that I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed watching. So that was really the driver for the book. Was JCB involved in the creation of the book? It's the first question that I was asked on social media. Um, a lot of people jumped to the conclusion that I'd, I'd been in JCB's pay, um, that they'd funded the book, that they'd paid me to do it. None of which is the case. Were they involved in the book? Yes, they absolutely were. Obviously, they helped by inviting me to the launches of the Hydrodig and the Hyvis Dumper, so that really sparked my interest in the first place. They also provided um, most, if not all, of the photographs, certainly within the book, although we, we created the, the outer cover ourselves. Um, and ultimately, they, they very kindly provided me with a, a couple of face-to-face -face interviews with senior people so that I could get to the real bottom of, of the detail that I wanted to put into the book. But no, they certainly didn't fund it. Wish they had. Uh, they certainly didn't fund it. I, th I understand it's been fairly well received. Um, but no, they weren't involved. Um, just glad to, to work alongside them. And I'm really grateful that they were as, as helpful as they were while I was creating the book. Was JCB aware of the similarities between itself and Apple? That's an interesting one. Um, I certainly picked it up primarily at the Hydrodig launch, um, just watching from a distance as they took an established product and an established fairly mundane product like um, the wheeled excavator and basically reinvented it and you know as somebody that, that enjoys technology and is a bit of an Apple fanboy on the quiet it, it struck a chord with me. Obviously Apple didn't invent the MP3 player, they didn't invent the smartphone, they didn't invent the tablet computer but by putting their own spin on it they've made the iPhone, the iPad, just and, and obviously the iPod before that, they've just made them the mo among the most desirable products in the world. 
Um, and I was struck with, with the way that, that JCB had applied that sort of thinking to, as I say, a mundane product like the wheeled excavator. What surprised me more was I'd already had the idea of, of drawing that comparison as part of the book. Um, and I went to JCB basically for the, the last part of research. And during the interview with Tim Bernhope, their um, Chief Innovation and Growth Officer, he repeatedly mentioned Apple and Steve Jobs and Apple's approach to innovation. So while they, it, was, it was kind of an unspoken connection, they were clearly aware that Apple had, had redefined design and redefined the way that technology is applied to seemingly proven products. And they clearly borrowed some of that, but they just never mentioned it in the past. One of the interesting things was, because I had already decided that that was going to be the focus of the book, we designed what we thought would be the front cover um, image for it, which was basically a JCB wheel loader taking a bite out of the Apple logo, the familiar Apple logo. And I actually had that on my, uh, on my iPhone when I went to interview Tim Bernhope. Um, and when he'd mentioned Steve Jobs and Apple for about the fourth time, I actually said, you know, stop, I wanted to show you something. And he was absolutely astounded that we'd drawn the same comparison. So, no, I don't think they were aware directly of, of their similarities with Apple, but I think certainly they, they, had, they had worked towards being similarly innovative and, and giving their designers and their design team the freedom to design products in much the same way that Apple have done with the iPhone and the, and the iPad. I saw the JCB Hydrodig in March of 2016 and if I'm honest the, the first spark of the book occurred to me literally while I was sat in the JCB theatre admiring their new machine. But through workload and being slightly slow on the uptake it took me a long time before I actually sat down and thought there, there is the basis for a book there. In actual fact I, I sat through the, the launch of the Hivis dumper and, and was again struck by those similarities between JCB and Apple but it was only when I was at the Plantworks exhibition earlier this year that I finally got the trigger. Uh, I was talking to a JCB attachment specialist and he described Hydrodig as, as kind of JCB's equivalent of the iPhone with an app store mentality, if you like, which is, is mentioned in the book. The basic idea is that JCB produce a Hydrodig excavator, um, and that's, the, that's your, your base iPhone, if you like. And it is then down to the individual customers to apply apps themselves. So whether that's attachments or different configurations of the machine, they basically create a hydrodig in their own image. Much as we all modify our, our iPhones to suit ourselves, you know, with everything from apps to fancy cases and ringtones and that kind of thing. So we, we've, we're in an age now, I guess, where we like to have technology that is custom built to our own specific needs. And I think that, that applies equally to equipment like the Hydrodig. Um, and that really was the final spark that pushed me down to, to taking a couple of weeks out and actually putting down on paper, electronic paper, um, the thoughts that I'd had. I, I'd even made notes, you know, I'd, I'd written probably half the book almost in my head and I'd, I'd noted down some of the things, even down to sort of um, chapter headings and that kind of thing. 
I had the book pretty much mapped out in my head long before I actually sat down to write it. Um, so the actual writing didn't take that long as it happens. Were there any surprises along the way? Um, for anyone that's ever dealt with JCB, you always get surprises. Um, the Hydra Dig, to my mind, came completely out of left field. The Hivis Dumper was introduced at the tail end of a press conference that was actually introducing mini excavators. There'd been no mention in the run-up that there might be a, a Hivis Dumper there. And the Teleskid, I actually went to JCB um, a few weeks before the Con Expo show. Um, to see another bunch of new machines, you know, all very interesting in their own right. But there was no mention made whatsoever of the Teleskid. It was only when Conexpo rolled around um, that they lifted the lid on it and there was another innovative product. I think the other thing that was a big surprise was the, the kind of unwritten link between JCB and Apple. And that really is, is the link between Tim Burnhope, the Chief Innovation and Growth Officer, and Johnny Ive, the chief designer at Apple uh, during Steve Jobs' uh, tenure there. Turns out, unbeknown to me, they both attended Newcastle Polytechnic at different times, studying different things, different courses and that kind of thing. But but it, it came as no... It surprised me that there was a link, but the, the, once you'd scratched the surface of that, that educational link, it kind of made sense. It, it wasn't surprising that they'd both come away with the same innovation and design aesthetic um, so yeah I, JCB are a constant source of surprise as far as I'm concerned and, and long may it continue um, I you know I've, I've written about construction equipment now for mm, 30 odd years and I'd got to the point where I was convinced that there would be nothing new under the sun every new machine that I've seen up until fairly recently has just been a variation on a theme and you know machines have got quieter they've got more productive they've got cleaner running and, and and all those good things but by and large you know an excavator is an excavator it, if you showed a, um, an excavator of today to a contractor of 30 40 50 years ago it wouldn't be unrecognizable you know they are just variations on a theme and I think that's really what sets the hydra dig and, and the high-vis dumper aside that they are they are true innovations you know they have literally gone back to basics they've, they've thrown away the rule book and come up with something completely new. And I've, I've gone on a lot about the Hydradig, and the Hydradig really was the prompter for the book. But I think the Hivis Dumper really does need a, a mention in dispatches. Dumpers have been the workhorse of the construction industry, certainly in the UK, for decades, you know, probably 50 years. And nobody has ever actually gone back to basics. Those machines have got bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, I, I remember the introduction of the six, seven, eight, nine, ten ton dumpers, and nobody seemed to take notice of the concerns about the height of the load in front of the operator when you're, you're dealing with a machine of that size, protecting the operator while it's being loaded. JCB had only been in the, the dumper market for 18 months, and even then they weren't actually manufacturing machines. You know, they were Terex machines, badged as JCBs, and yet they they've taken a look at, at the challenges facing the operators and they've come up with something completely innovative that, that established and, and very well respected, and rightly so, very well respected site dumper manufacturers hadn't thought of themselves. And I, I do think JCB deserves considerable applause for that. Who's the book for? 
Well, since I'm um, drawing a living from any sales of the book, I would say everyone, but that's not clearly not the case. Obviously, we do draw comparisons with, with Apple, but it's not really a book for Apple fanboys, although if a few decide to buy it, I wouldn't be too unhappy about that. Really, the book is for construction equipment enthusiasts, those that own or operate construction equipment, and particularly JCB. Um, there's, there's a lot in there about design and innovation, so you know, I, I think you know, if we sell a few to a few design students and that kind of thing, that wouldn't come as a huge surprise either. Um, but I, I'd like to think also that people will pick up on it um, because it does show a British company doing, doing something different, doing something innovative. I think for too long, you know, we've, we've seen our manufacturing base decline in this country and JCB has stood steadfast, but they haven't just relied on tradition um, and heritage, they, they've moved with the times. If, if anything, I think with some of their new innovations like the hydro digging, the, the teleskid and the hive-is dumper, I think they've actually started to move ahead of the curve. Um, I wouldn't be at all surprised, particularly with, with things like the hive-is dumper, I wouldn't be at all surprised if that became almost the, the benchmark for site dumpers in the future. Um, so, who is the book for? Yeah, ideally, I think equipment owners and operators, but just about anybody that, that really is into diggers and, and construction equipment. Um, you know, any age. There is a single solitary um, swear word in there, uh, which is a quote from Steve Jobs. Couldn't avoid that; it was there in the quote. Um, but apart from that, you know, it's 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 pretty friendly to virtually any age group. Yeah, we decided to do this book through Amazon CreateSpace, a, a self-publishing platform. Um, we'd self-published a, a bunch of books in the past, a couple of children's books, um, like My Dad Drives a Digger and My Dad Does Demolition. Um, we'd, we'd done a site for sore eyes um, to help raise funds for the families of the people killed in the Didcot disaster a, a couple of years ago. But when we decided to do this book, we decided to go back to, to square one, effectively. Um, for, for one thing, the book was always going to be illustrated. We wanted it, it, we wanted it to look as good as it reads, hopefully. Um, and it was also a, a matter of, of trying to get it out there to as many people as we can. And between Diggers and Dozers and Demolition News, both of, both websites which I run, we've got a reach of 45, 50, maybe 60,000 people. Um, but this book has the potential to go much, much further than that. So we, we really wanted a, an international marketplace where, you know, regardless of your geographic location, you could actually get that book. And that really is what Amazon delivers. The book is available through Amazon.co.uk, which is where we, we actually started the process, but it's available on Amazon.com. So no matter where you are in the world, you can get a copy of that book. And what was really interesting, I'm recording this, um, what, 24, 48 hours after the book went live, and what is really interesting, um, JCB is always accused or criticised for being a, a, a very traditional, very British company. So far, only two copies of the book have actually been sold here in the UK. All the other copies have gone literally around the world. We've got um, quite a few in Europe, quite a few in South America, and the biggest market so far has been in, in the US. So that's what Amazon provides us. It does provide us with an international marketplace for a book that, that should have an international reach. You can find copies of the book on Amazon. Very, very simple. 
just go to Amazon.com, Amazon.co.uk. Just use whatever Amazon is, is nearest to you in the world and search for Renaissance, why JCB is the apple of the digger world. Um, we certainly hope you buy it. We, even more so, we really hope you enjoy it. If you do, please leave us a review on Amazon because that will help boost our sales. To be perfectly honest, even if you don't like it, please leave a review. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback. You know, it, it has been written with the best of intentions. It has been written as somebody that, that does admire JCB. And if you don't agree with that, that's fully understandable. We don't have an issue with that at all. So please go buy a copy, buy several copies, buy copies for your friends and family, um, and leave us a review. We really hope you enjoy it. And as always on Demolition News Radio, thanks for listening.